Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey in the Civil War. I am your host, Dan Casella, and today I'm going to read you a poem about Corporal John Lawrence, who fought at the Battle of Roanoke Island. The Battle of Roanoke Island, fought on February 8, 1862, was the first leg of General Ambrose Burnside's North Carolina expedition. The battle would involve some 20,000 total troops and 60 naval vessels. The victory in North Carolina and the capture of Fort Donelson days later in Tennessee will boost northern morale after the dismal defeat at Manassas the previous summer. However, the victory at Roanoke Island would cost both life and limb of some 264 Union soldiers, with 37 killed, 214 wounded, and 13 reported missing. One of those would be Corporal John Lawrence of Company K, 9th New Jersey Volunteers. Lawrence would enlist on October 15, 1861, a company made of Sussex and Gloucester County men. Roanoke Island would be the 9th's first engagement, as well as the place where the regiment would gain their nickname, the Muskrats. The 9th's fight at Roanoke Island would also mark the first time Jerseymen will see and do battle with Confederate troops. The poem about Corporal John Lawrence I will read is housed in the collection of the Lawrence Township Historical Society and it was originally published in Harper's Weekly, one of the most famous newspapers of the time. So without further ado, here is John Lawrence, Roanoke Island, February 8, 1862. Oh well, the Ninth New Jersey fought on bloody Roanoke. Its front stood firm, its colors waved, its line never broke and every eye flashed bright that day, and every heart beat strong, for every manly soul kept time to the musket bullet's song. Brave men grew braver as they marked how Corporal Lawrence fought, and every while the contest raged, the post of danger sought. Columbia's grand, inspiring voice was sounding in his ear. Strike nobly now, it seemed to say, and cast away all fear. Alas, before the day was won, while fiercer grew the fray, and John was rushing on, a shot took both legs away. Oh, not a man that saw him fall, but wished it had been he. Each struggled when they bore him off, his chief support to be. The hero lay insensible, while knives and proves pierced deep. God bless the noble art of man that caused the painless sleep. At last the surgeon's task is over. The sleeper wakes. What sound has thrilled his soul and made him glance so eager around? Victory is the thrilling cry borne upon the gale. The patriot rose upon his arm, his face till now so pale. Flushed with new joy, he waved his cap and gave three hearty cheers for the Union and the glorious Ninth New Jersey Volunteers. And now he lies unnumering, a cripple thin and weak. Yet none mistake the patriot fire for who chanced to hear him speak. He longs to go, though on his stumps, and serve his country more. Brave Lawrence, will your country know your fighting days are over. Corporal Lawrence would have both legs amputated and eventually be evacuated from Roanoke Island and end up in Trenton, New Jersey, where he would be discharged on September 30th, 1862. Historian and author Edward G. Longacre's book, The Sharpshooters, A History of the Ninth New Jersey Infantry in the Civil War, he notes that after Lawrence is wounded from an artillery round, he will cheer his parts on by saying, I am done for, boys, but go, the day will soon be ours.
I was unable to find any information following John Lawrence's life after his service in the 9th New Jersey Volunteers, so his remaining of his life is a mystery. Thank you for tuning in to this short episode of No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey in the Civil War. You can find it on Facebook at No Pollution of Cowardice, South Jersey in the Civil War. It's an open group, so anyone can post any of their findings or get in touch with me. Uh, that would be cool. Thank you so much for tuning in. Cheers.